shoes of Jimmy Allen. was the amazement of Jimmy and Speed when their mysterious night visitors, garbed as a native, announced he was Jerome Duroc, the lost French pilot. The boys, you'll remember, had flown to South China to hunt for him. Just beginning the search, they were led by Su Chi, Chinese cripple who had helped Jimmy in Shanghai, to a secluded village, which proved to be the lair of a desperate band of pirates, commanded by a woman, Sai Moy. Made prisoners and their amphibian taken away from them, the boys sought to escape. One afternoon, while the pirate fleet is in harbor, preparing to sail on a raid, a seaplane dives down for a landing in the bay. Fired upon by the pirate, it crashes. While pulling the stunned airmen out, they are amazed to discover that one of them is Flash Lewis, their old mechanic. Later on, close to midnight, as they are talking matters over, a lone knock comes at the door. Jimmy admits a stranger whom he takes to be a Chinese. Immediately, the stranger declares he is not a native, but is Jerome Durant. There is a moment of stupefied silence. Jerome Duroc! Hopper and Texas, you... You are Duroc? I am Jerome Duroc. Oh, I just can't believe it. Nevertheless, mon ami, it is true. I am Duroc. But, but where have you been? Yeah, to jump and chicken liver. Tell us where you come from. Little sit down, gentlemen, and I will tell you the old story. Boy... And we certainly want to hear about well, it. Well, just so that we get things straight. Start at the beginning and tell us everything. We must hear about our song. I will start at the beginning. You see, I was on my way from indoor China to Shanghai. Naturally, I stopped at Hong Kong for a song. Yes, we knew you stopped there. I stayed the night at Hong Kong and left the next morning. It was a beautiful day. The song was sang. There was very little wind blowing. In fact, the weather was perfect. Yes, we knew weather conditions were good. And from that, we figured that you wouldn't be very far off your course. That is true. But shortly after leaving Hong Kong, I began to have trouble with my motor. Well, what kind of trouble was it, Mr. Dula? I think it was the Esson speed line. Esson? What in the world is that? Well, over on the continent, Jim, 
Gasoline is called ethanol. Ah, oui, oui. Oh, I see. The motel would stop for a few seconds and then start again. Each time the period became longer. Okay. Probably your gas line was far. Oui. I think it was something like that. And then what did you do? I started looking around for some place to land. Of course, my plan was to shoot the pontoon, but I wanted to sit down close to land. Therefore, I turned to the left, knowing there was more land on that side. Finally, the motor became washed, and I landed on the water near a piece of junk. One of them got in my way, and one of the two left to turn, and there was a bad crash. Were you injured? Uh, slightly, but not seriously. I began to see things. The fleet of junk you landed next to was the pirate fleet from this village. Just a moment. They captured me and towed the wreck of my plan onto Peace Harbor. Yeah, we've seen your plane. It's down under that large set cut on the edge of the bay. A wee. Just where your amphibian is. Great stuff. How did you know that? From my prison. I, I see you met the landing. Then, after you come into the village, I see them tow your amphibian to the large hut. You saw that? Yes, yeah, certainly more. But where were you all that time? I was upstairs in the house of Simon. Well, can you try that? Then you must have heard our conversation with Simon the day we landed. Mm -hmm. We? I yelled everything. Oh, gee, it's certainly too bad you couldn't let us know you were there. I was lost every minute. I was gone with a gun. I did not dare to open my mouth. I heard about Mr. Steve Robertson and Jimmy Allen before. So when I heard your name, I knew at once who you were. Have you been in Simon's house all this time? Oh, we? I have been there all the time. Well, uh, what did you figure they were going to do with you? I could only guess what they were going to do to hold me for ransom. Yeah, yeah, that must have been it. Oh, but, Steve, you said you didn't think they were holding you and Jimmy for ransom. No, I think it's something else in our case. So if your theory is right, Steve, there are certain people who perhaps wouldn't want Mr. Durock in his coming race either. What did you say, Mr. Durock? You see, Mr. Durock, it's like this. And evidently, some European aircraft manufacturer was trying to get the exclusive on all of China's aviation business. This manufacturer, through his representatives, induced the Chinese government to sponsor the sufficiency rate. And Jimmy Allen and I have reason to believe that interests are at work to prevent any other planes competing that have a possible chance to win. Oh, I see. Being that is the case, perhaps someone tampered with my airstone flying at Hong Kong, eh? Yes, that's quite possible. But tell us, Mr. Durant. How did you get up here tonight? Through a small window. I can look up and see you out. I see you come and go. Therefore, I know where you live. This afternoon, my God, tie my arms and legs. Damn, he disappeared. Maybe he went out with his sleep. Yeah, that must have been what happened. Many hours I watched to free myself. Finally, I succeed. I find these native clothing and put him on. Then when everyone is asleep, I slip out and come here. He has sure pulled it. a good one that time. Well, we're certainly glad you came up here. We are figuring on making an escape. And we might have left without knowing you were here. No, that would have been a tragedy indeed. But now I think I, I should return before my absence is discovered. Oh, why do that? Why not stay here with us? No, no, Jim. I think Mr. Barak is right. If Simon returns and discovers he is here, he may turn against us. As it is, he's our only protection from Jock Lung and his men. Yes, I guess you're right. Oh, but gee, we, we've got to figure out some way of communicating with each other. I'll have to do the same thing again tomorrow night. Uh, you mean you can't if that car doesn't stay with you all the time? Well, anyway, Mr. Duroc, you can bet one thing. We won't leave here without you. He's very kind of you, Mr. Robertson. Kind, nothing. We're all in the same boat, and we're going to stick together. Oh, yeah, I see. I go now. Well, good night. Goodbye, Mr. Duroc. Mr. Duroc.
Come on, Jim. Let's go up on the horse. I want to see what's going to happen. Right you are. Judging by the impatience of all those people, the fleet must be overdue. What time is it now? Now, let me look. It's almost 12 o'clock. Almost noon. And didn't Simon say they expected to be back early this morning? Yes. I wonder if something's gone wrong. Well, maybe they didn't get away with whatever they were trying. Oh, gee, I, I hope nothing's happened to our Tom. He's a good kid. No, I hope not either. Say, listen, Jim. That's a funny-looking boat out there. Yes, I, I noticed it a little while ago. As it came through the harbor entrance. Why, it looks something like a houseboat on an American river. I think it's a small junk with a house built on deck. Well, it's coming right up here. Say, look at that. What? Well, there's a white man on the deck of that boat. You see? He's wearing a pith helmet. Protect his head from the sun. Why, George, you're right. Hey, come on, let's go down and meet it. Right, let's go. Oh, hello, Flash. How's everything up at the house? I got Santa with Mr. Landers. His people seem to have gone down a little. Ah, oh, that's well, Flash. Come on, we're going over here to meet this boat. Okay. Uh, whose boat is it? We don't know that, Flash. But we're going to find out. There's a white man on board. See? By golly. You're right, Steve. Hey, come on, the boat's touching the wharf. You, you better do the talking to that man, Steve. Right you are. Come on. Hello there. How do you do? This is a surprise to find a white man here. What sort of a boat is that you've got? It's my mission boat. Mission boat? Are you a missionary? Why, yes, I am. My name is Alfred Johnson. What's yours? Well, my name is Steve Robertson. And this is Mr. Allen and Mr. Lewis. How do you speak to meet you? I'm very glad to meet you indeed. Uh, come up, my dears. There are some white people here. Hi, Alfred. This Miss Gracious. Three white men. Oh, there. What in the world? Gentlemen, this is Mrs. Johnson and my daughter, Sally. How do you do? Delighted to know you. Uh, you're Americans, I take it? Yes, we are. We come since the day you're Missouri, and we're proud of it. Oh, daughter. Oh, you should be. Mr. Robertson and I come from Missouri, and boy, we're proud of it, too. Good, Miss Gracious Alfred. They come from Missouri. Oh, well, pardon me. Just a second. I wonder if you people realize just what you're doing. Well, I'm afraid I don't understand you. You may not know it, but you're putting your head right into the tiger's mouth. Are you talking about the pirates, Mr. Robertson? You know this is a pirate village. Oh, certainly, Mr. Allen. We've been here before. Do you know Simon? You mean the queen of the pirates? Oh, yes, she's a charming person. Now, daughter. Well, she is, daughter. You know perfectly well. She's allowed us to come here and look, hasn't she? Yes, she has. But still... She's a pirate. Exactly. But still, pirates can be nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, pardon me, Mr. Sexton. Uh, do you happen to have any medical supplies with you, Mr. Thompson? Oh, yes, certainly. That's part of my work. I am a doctor. Oh, say, that's great news. I wonder if you do something for us. Oh, we'll do anything we can, Mr. Robertson. We have a sick man up at our house, a pilot. His airplane crashed here yesterday. He's had a bad arm, and last night he developed a fever. I'll go up and see him at once. I'll carry one in and get my bag. Oh, well, thanks. Thank you ever so much, Mr. Johnson. Uh, may Sally and I go along, too? Why, certainly, certainly, Mrs. Johnson. Mr. Landis will be glad to have you. Oh, yes, right. Uh, you take Mr. Johnson and his family up to the house. Jim and I are going to stay down here for a few minutes. Oh, right, right, now, Steve. We'll see you later, Mr. Johnson. What's that? Come on, Jim. Let's get up here on the horse. Okay. Push me. The pirate fleet's coming back in. Yep. Yeah, you're right. And look. Look out there, Jim. Look at those guns. Hey, they're ripped and torn. Look at those net sails. Big holes in them. Oh, boy, they've been through an awful fight, I can tell you that. Hey, there's some junk missing. Yep. Yeah, you're right. The natives know something bad has happened. Just listen to them. Speed. They've been defeated, that's what. I wonder if my boy and our Tom have returned. Look, look, Jimmy, look. Some of those junks are firing each other. If I'm not mistaken, 
a mutiny of slaughter. Is speed right? Have Just Moon and his men broken into open rebellion against Samoy? And what will happen to the band of white people now gathered on the island? Don't miss the next air adventure. Facilities of the World Broadcasting System.